This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that underdeliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax limited time offer prices may vary for delivery. Someone I, I like very much personally and professionally, a great friend of the show, does a great job. He is chief Washington correspondent for Yahoo News. He also hosts, co-hosts Top Line at Yahoo News. Um, it is actually a Yahoo News ABC News original program. He's covered some of the world's biggest news stories over his nearly 16 years as a reporter with Agence France Press. And he started with Bill Clinton's impeachment and Al Gore's presidential campaign. More than a pleasure to have back on the show, Mr. Olivier Knox. Olivier, how you doing? A belated Happy New Year. Uh, thank you. Belated Happy New Year to you, too, as well. I'm doing fine, but I'm operating uh, out of my house because the snow has pretty much uh, stranded us. That's okay. D- don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> <laughs> um, why, you know, the podcast the president gave the other day, some people would say, was everything but an endorsement of Hillary Clinton. Well, um, why doesn't President Obama just endorse Hillary? Well, you're absolutely right that the podcast interview he did with Politico's Glenn Thrush he really walked right up to the edge of formally endorsing her, but he didn't. He did say that um, uh, she was as passionate and as progressive as Bernie Sanders. He said that she was ready to govern from day one. Um, he just he lavished all of this praise on her, suggested she was in trouble mostly because she was the establishment candidate or the front-running candidate. It's, it's interesting to watch. They are very close politically. A lot of his senior staff went to work for her campaign, um, the White House staff and her campaign staff communicate pretty often, um, but he, he's, he's held back. Now, when Vice President Biden was thought to maybe run, everyone said, well, you know, he just can't pick between uh, Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden. But even in the months after, um, he hasn't done that. And it's, it's a complicated web of history and politics, but it boils down to this. Sitting two-term presidents uh, typically offer their endorsements late. After the primary is over, after uh, the nomination is no longer in doubt, um, some of the dates are actually, with the exception of Bill Clinton, I should say, who actually um, endorsed Al Gore before the primary even really began. Um, but so there's this historical aspect of it, and, and that leads us into the politics, which is that the president, according to several of his aides, wants to be the one who unifies the party after the primaries are done in order to maximize the Democratic Party's chances in November. Okay, so some people, you know, looked to this and thought, oh my God, this is going to be purely political, and, and regardless of their ideology, because people obviously didn't see that love affair when they were opponents uh, when she was running against him uh, as president. But he did make her a Secretary of State, and when you're Secretary of State, you spend a lot of time not just traveling, but when you're in D.C. with the president in that office, um, uh, briefing the uh, president, and, you know, the two individuals could become closer. So, Olivier, is there any genuine when he just likes her better to this, um, or is it he looks at numbers, he looks at the map, he looks at polls, and he pretty much thinks that in a general election she has the better chance of taking his seat, and he wants a Democrat to sit there when he leaves? I, I think it's both. I think you can't really have one without the other. I think he does, as he made very clear in, in the interview with Glenn, he, he has high regard for her built up um, over their, their time uh, working together when she was in his cabinet. Um, but I also think 
if you talk to some of his aides, um, I spoke to his, for, spoke to his former chief speechwriter, who said basically, you know, there's, Hillary's going to win this. Um, he doesn't need to step in now. Um, and they do think in the in the Obama orbit that Hillary Clinton would be a better general election candidate. Um, also, let's talk about that last debate. Um, Hillary performed very strong as she does. Uh, she's very knowledgeable. Some would say presidential. Uh, a lot of people wouldn't even deny that. Even you know some Bernie uh, supporters, um, especially when it comes to foreign policy, but other issues as well. Last time in the debate, she gave kudos to the president on three or four occasions, very specifically, um, was, you know, applauding him, holding him up, almost as if he were her running, uh, you know, uh, on her ticket. Um, was any of this in any way, she, you know, she, she threw me some love, I'm going to throw it to her, or, or is that way too simplistic and even crazy? Um, I don't think it's that kind of trade-off or, you know, tit-for-tat sort of exchange I, I do think they, they do communicate a fair amount. They've had, I think, three uh, private lunches at the White House in the last six to eight months. Um, you know, they, we know that they communicate. We know that their teams are close. I don't think that it's a it's, it's that kind of trade-off. I think it's uh, it's, it's more of a uh, a strategic approach to this for between now and November. You know, she needs his voters to come out. Um, she needs his winning coalition to come out, um, and he. As you said before, he, his number one goal is to make sure that a Democrat succeeds him in the Oval Office. And so uh, he's going to do what he can to do that. And while he's not endorsing yet uh, explicitly either Sanders or uh, Clinton, um, that's, that's his main goal. And, and he, I, yeah, I've been told by several different people in his orbit that he thinks she's got the best shot. Uh, yeah, and certainly there are different strategists, uh, you know, and nonpartisan groups, uh, experts that think that as well. Um, let's let's talk about um, also, uh, you know, when it when it comes down in in this uh, when it comes down to a president endorsing one out of their, you know, two, let's say three, if we include Martin O'Malley. How typical, Olivier, is this historically for a president to weigh in and to endorse somebody at this stage of the game? Um, is that just something you know newer in politics, or historically have presidents, sitting presidents, done that? Well, I looked at modern presidential uh, history when I looked into this question. Um, it, it was pretty interesting. You know, George W. Bush waited until March 2008 um, to endorse John McCain, and that was only after it was absolutely clear that McCain was going to be the nominee. Ronald Reagan waited until May 1988 to endorse his vice president, George H. W. Bush, and that was after Pat Buchanan dropped out. Lyndon Johnson actually waited just a few weeks before the 1968 election to endorse Hubert Humphrey. Really, the outlier here is Bill Clinton, who endorsed Al Gore in December of 1999. Okay. Um, Olivia, you wrote in your piece, and everybody should read it at Yahoo News, why isn't entitled, why isn't Obama just endorsing Hillary Clinton? You've met, uh, you know, written that the president has met one-on-one -on -one with Hillary, and they've met in private, and they've met several times. And this is not when she was Secretary of State, but as of late, recently, over the past few months. That's right. Is That's that typical? Right. Is that typical, and why? Do you think maybe she's seeking his advice? After all, he did take Iowa. <laughs> well, you know, um, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised, but remember, he has um, – she's pulled in a lot of people who used to work for him into her – uh, presidential campaign. True, you know? true. Um, so it's it's. Uh, I I don't know. I actually don't. I would love to know exactly how much they're consulting, how much they are 
uh, strategizing together. But, you know, uh, her communications director, uh, Jennifer Palmieri, was his communications director. Um, their main, her main political pollster, Joel Benenson, is, is, was his main political pollster. Uh, her lead spokesman, Brian Fallon, did the same job for Attorney General Eric Holder. And um, when I dug, in, dug, dug into uh, how much they could coordinate and cooperate last year, you know, uh, I got deep into the weeds of the legal process. And basically they can, they can talk, they can communicate, they just can't share any non-public government information. Um, they can take, quote-unquote, take the temperature of the, of the political environment. Um, and that, that can be interpreted to mean, you know, hey, are you seeing this poll, this one factoid in Iowa? Um, what are you going to do about that? Um, or did you see the debate? Any constructive criticism? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that, I'm sure they could do I'm sure they could do that too. Um, I mean, I actually, you know, you mentioned how strongly Hillary performed. I thought Bernie had a really good night as well. Um, oh, I, I, I thought they both performed very well. Yes. I mean, and and people, and this is, I mean, we're about to finally, finally, finally get the first proper campaign organization test uh, next week with the Iowa caucuses, um, and so we're finally going to move out of the blah 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 phase of this campaign. And finally, move into like, can these people actually get voters out to the polls to vote for them? And that's, uh, that's yeah, and and, really and, and and we're going to really see um, the truth with regard to Trump supporters. I think absolutely because, right. Yeah, you know, are these people going to be voters? And you know, a caucus, as you know, much different uh, than a primary. There are people now um, talking uh, because you know Bloomberg's uh, going to weigh in. Uh, that Biden maybe uh, will weigh in. You don't see anybody else coming forth. I mean, Bloomberg, you know, is going to run as an independent. A lot of people feel that'll be short-lived. Uh, but you don't feel there'll be anybody else at this point in stage of the game throwing their hat into the ring when Vice President Biden said he's done. He's not running. He's done. Right. The main challenge here for anybody who wants to come into the race now is getting on the ballot in these states. And a lot of them have deadlines in November and December, um, after which you basically have to be a write-in. Um, and that's, that's an enormous challenge. That's, historically, that's been one of the reasons that third-party or independent candidates fizzle, um, is that they just can't. It's much, much harder for them to get on the ballot than it is for, for people who run uh, from one of the two major parties. So. Bloomberg has a lot of money. Um, he has got a, a, a good reputation in terms of his political skills. I just don't really see him getting in and overcoming those obstacles. Joe Biden has talked about regretting uh, his decision not to not to run, but I just can't imagine him getting in now. Um, I don't know that there's a you know in case of emergency break glass candidate on either side of, uh, of this of this race on the Republican or the Democratic side. I think the field. I think. The field that we have now is the one we're going to have going forward. Okay, and uh, we're going to be taking a break, Olivier. When we come back, more to talk about. And uh, in the meantime, folks, go to uh, go to yahoonews.com and read his piece. Why isn't Obama just endorsing Hillary Clinton? It's news.yahoo.com. And follow Olivier at Onox, O-K-N-O-X. We'll be back with Olivier Knox, Chief Washington Correspondent for Yahoo News, right after this. Talking with Olivier Knox, Chief 
Washington correspondent for Yahoo News, also co-host of Top Line, a Yahoo News, ABC News original program. Congrats on that, by Olivia, uh, By the way, Olivier. Um, it, it's really good, and people should check it out. Um, speaking of your piece entitled, Why Isn't Obama Just Endorsing Hillary Clinton? I know that White House spokesman Eric Schultz uh, told you guys at Yahoo yesterday, quote, to be clear, we have never ruled out an endorsement in the primaries. We've just said that the president will have the opportunity to vote in the Illinois Democratic primary, and it'll be up to him if he wants to make that public. If you had to bet, you think that's going to happen? Um, I I don't know where we'll be at that, at that point in the uh, in the campaign. Um, I would think no. I don't think he's going to come out and say uh, that he voted for Hillary. I think he'll make a joke about how he voted for the Democrat. Um, but it, it was interesting to me that that um, Eric very clearly, you know, said that they hadn't ruled out an endorsement. They're keeping that door open. I just don't I just don't know that they're going to walk through it. Uh, you talk in your piece about Bill Clinton being an exception and that, you know, usually very late, very late, as you say, in the primary game, uh, do presidents endorse. You spoke about George W. Bush's endorsement of Senator John McCain in 08 uh, after it was clear he was the nominee. Uh, Ronald Reagan waiting until May again to endorse his own vice president, George H.W. Bush, um, after the lone rival uh, dropped out. And you, you speak about other presidents in the past, um, uh, Lyndon Johnson, that type of thing. Why? Why do, why do you think that is? I mean, politically, I mean, this person's not up for re-election. Uh, is it just to save face and, and not want to be wrong? I mean, there there are people that are very outspoken against Trump, but we do see some of those Republican politicians that are up for re-election, keeping their mouths shut uh, with regard to Trump or his Muslim ban. I think that every, I think that every president approaches this differently, <clears throat> and they all have different relationships with the people that they endorse. Um, I dug back a little bit a little bit further than um, than just what I have in my piece, and if I if my report if my research was correct, I think Eisenhower waited until October. Wow! Um, <laughs> why why Nixon. even weigh in at that point, right? <laughs> yeah, right. So I think, but I think these all have very particular uh, political and personal you know, uh, dynamics here. You know, the Lyndon Johnson was was a candidate in '68 for a while uh, in the '68 election, I should say, for a while, <clears throat> and then he withdrew. Right. Um, wasn't a huge fan of, of, of Humphrey, was having uh, a lot of you know, turmoil in his own political life. It was, it was uh, the, the waning stages of the, uh, of the Vietnam War. Um, there was, a, or I should say, the, 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 of, the, of the, the real heavy um, fighting in Vietnam. It, um, so all these different issues, you know, Clinton endorsed early. Gore wasn't super psyched to be tied to Clinton. McCain would have done without the endorsement of George W. Bush, I think. Um, so these all have very, very specific personal dynamics. But in general, presidents want to keep uh, want to keep the party's eye on the prize, and that is actually beating the other party and winning the White House. So for a lot of these presidents, that's the main goal. That's definitely what's happening with with the um, the Barack Obama Hillary Clinton dynamic. You know, they want to be they don't want to put their thumb on the scale. Who knows what, what, what effect I might have in the primary, um, and they want to be able to do that in the general to really catapult the party forward. You know, also, you know, even though people think, 
a lot of people in his camp as well that Hillary Clinton will be the nominee. We've sometimes seen those, you know, crazy 11th hour Hail Mary, you know, oh, my God, this is different than we thought. Um, We don't need to just look back to uh, Truman uh, when newspapers had his uh, competitor, his opponent is winning the presidency and he actually won. Uh, But if you were to endorse Hillary and then Bernie were to become the nominee, that could hurt Bernie. uh, That could hurt the party. And yep. as a president, he should be seen as a uniter, not just of the nation, but the party as well, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. That's, that's, that's absolutely correct. Um, I have um, a quote from his uh, former chief uh, speechwriter. Quote, the most important political goal he has left is to make sure one of these Republican candidates doesn't win. If he endorses Hillary now and then Bernie wins in some crazy and, in my view, highly unlikely term of events, it hurts Sanders as the nominee. Um, so he, he has these two candidates. He doesn't want to put his thumb on the scales. But they've, they've made it very clear, uh, current and former aides to, to President Obama have made it very clear. In this interview with uh, Glenn Thrush at Politico, he made it very clear that he is much closer politically and sees her um, as much more his, his heir apparent than Bernie Sanders. And this, you know, obviously, and no matter what, you know, point of the game, a president, you know, throws his support, a Democrat's going to support the Democrat. I mean, this, you know, it isn't like Obama's going to say, I support Trump, <laughs> if Trump were to be the Republican nominee. Uh, Olivier, thank you for joining us. Always a pleasure. Olivier Knox, Chief Car- uh, Washington Correspondent for Yahoo News. Follow him on Twitter at O-Knox, O-K-N-O-X. The website is news.yahoo.com. And also check out Top Line, a Yahoo News, ABC News original program. Olivier is the co-host of that. Thank you, Olivier. Have a great afternoon. It's time to discover the world with your loved one. Turkish Airlines Fly Festival has begun. This Valentine's Day, you can enjoy 10% off in economy class and 15% off in business class for every two tickets you get. Book your flight with Turkish Airlines until the 14th of February and fly with the special fares of Turkish Airlines. For details, visit TurkishAirlines.com. 